Hey everyone, you're about to listen to this interview with Marilyn Bautista. She's a super strong woman, advocate of self-care, self-love, an advocate against sexual assault and domestic violence. She founded the No More campaign here in Laredo. In this show, we get into talking about how do we take care of ourselves so that in turn we're able to take care of those around us. And so it's going to be super inspirational. I know you're going to enjoy it. Don't forget to share it. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. And get in contact with me as well at I'm Happy Oscar on Instagram and Facebook. I would love to hear your thoughts on the show. And also, if you answer the question of the show, I'd love to hear that as well. So here it goes. Once again, I hope you enjoy the show. So then when you when you go from the, oh, I don't know who I am, well, then who do you want to be? Right. That's the next question. Well, I want to be this woman that people look up to. You know, I want to be strong. I want to be brave. I want to be known as being courageous. I want to be a good mom. I want to be a good daughter. You know, I want to have, have more education, you know, or I want to do this. I want to excel in my career. So you write all those things that you want to be, right? Yeah. Because once you write them down, it's like, okay, now I have goals, right? right? So that's how I started. It's like, but my first thing was like, I want to be happy. That right. was the first thing is like, that is my aspiration right now is to find my happiness. And that is not attached to anybody. That is not going to be attached to a, a something, you know, follow your heart, listen to your heart. If you have to make a choice, choose whatever makes you happiest, makes you happiest, not whatever makes your friends happier or your partner happier or, your, or anybody else. <laughs> All right, so um, this is the Happy Oscar show. It's episode 19. Yes. And I got Marilyn Bautista <laughs> here in front of me. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And I know we tried to set it up, what, like a week ago and... We're just busy people. It's like, I, I know that sounds awesome. Yes, we're, we're super busy. We're super but busy. It's happening, right? So I got you here um, in the mile one studio it's uh the third um uh, person i interview so i'm really it's lucky three this. that's my number yeah so <laughs> um and i know you're familiar with the with the space yes right? i am yes and and mm -hmm. we're gonna get into that right um with you being part of mi cultura laredo right yes, so shout yes. out to those guys that are making it happen um yeah so you're you're an advocate of self-care self-love you know, like, I don't even know how I got into it. <laughs> it just happened so quickly, kind of just fell on my lap. And I fell in love with that. I just completely found it was like an awakening. Um, right. You know, it just it just happened because I lived in Austin. I was born and raised here in Laredo. Okay. Graduated from United South. Go Panthers. Um, nice. What year? Uh, 2002. Oh, wow. Should okay. I even say that? People are going to do the math. <laughs> I'm 34 <laughs> years old, people. Nice. Y'all are starting to do the math. <laughs> Same here. Um, so I graduated in 2002. As soon as I graduated from high school, I left to Austin to attend UT Austin. Okay. And I would lived over. I graduated over there with a kinesiology degree because I wanted to become a physical therapist. I was really into the fitness industry. Um, I even competed. I did several bodybuilding shows, um, bikini uh, competitions. Um, but I lived in Austin for about 11 years and then I came back. I had some personal problems happen, yeah. you know, left the father of my son and I had to come back because my family's here. Right. So, uh, I have my son who's the oldest and he's autistic. He's seven yeah. years old okay. right now. So I didn't want to leave him at daycare. Um, uh, I felt bad. I didn't, 
you know, he's, uh, he's got the diagnosis. Yeah. I didn't, I just didn't feel comfortable. I, I felt more comfortable with my mother. So I had to move back and, uh, I've been here for about six years now. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So did you end up graduating at UT? Yeah. I graduated with my bachelor's in kinesiology. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, when, uh, we got into conversation, right. And, and we were talking about setting this up, right. Um, you shared that the movement, right, which is the whole no more the campaign no more. Yeah. here in Laredo. And we're going to get into that as well. Right. But like, um, I want to get into, you said it kind of fell in your lap, right? The self care, self love. Yes. But, yes. um, if someone asked the question, what's self care? Like, what would you tell them? Self care is, you know, we're individuals that are always, we want to take care of somebody else. Right. Okay. We're always wanting to take care of somebody else. We're taking care of our kids or taking care of our grandparents or taking care of our siblings. You know, we're taking care of our partners, but you always neglect yourself. So that's self-care is taking care of yourself, putting yourself first. And, and I think this whole new movement, it's becoming new because back then they would see it as selfish, you know, like yeah. you're being selfish. You, you need to like give more to other people, you know, but it, it's in reality, it's kind of like they say you cannot pour from an empty cup. Have yeah. you heard of that? Of that course, it's, it's like, the, yeah. yeah, like you cannot pour from it. So if you're empty, you cannot give anything to somebody else, you know, so it's very important that you take care of yourself, that you fulfill yourself first, you know, that you find your happiness. And a lot of the times people think happiness is in, in material things or yeah. whatever our culture says that we need to do. Like maybe you have to be married by a certain time. You have to have kids by a certain time. And, yeah. and we attach our, our happiness to those kind of things. And it's really finding that true happiness is really what is it that you want right sit yeah. and meditate and reflect what is it that i want ask yourself that yeah. you know that's really what and whatever comes it could be like you want to be an artist it could be like i want to be a teacher i want to be a lawyer i want to be a doctor whatever comes in your heart whatever you've been wanting to do that's where yeah. your happiness is i yeah. agree and uh, when did that first come to your mind that you're like you know what I, I need to take care of myself i'm taking care of everyone else was this after having your your first kid or like when when did that come to your mind that you know it my life could my, my mama siempre me dice tu vida es una novela because yeah. you, you sit you, you sit down with me i can like my whole story is just that's but what we're doing that's what we're doing let's yeah, go and sometimes i don't even know if it's a blessing or a curse i'm like i don't know about my life you know but i appreciate everything that i have and for, yeah. i have it for a reason and the you know god gave me the strength and the purpose of whatever i need to do right. in my life um, but it came into my lap. Uh, so I moved back to yeah. Laredo uh, from Austin with my son. Um, I met a certain person here, you know, became partners. Yeah. Had a, a very toxic relationship. Okay. Very toxic relationship. Um, that's where my second child came from. Okay. Um, but it was, it was pretty, that's where the whole movement came from too. Because at the, at the time, I didn't know it was such a toxic relationship. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. You know, like it was like, like abuse abusive yeah, okay. it was emotionally verbally sometimes he could get physically uh, but at the at the moment you don't realize that you're going through abuse you just okay. think oh he's just upset or he's just drunk or, or, or right. whatnot right so i had to eventually leave that person and it was very hard to leave you know because you you love these people you of know you, you love you love them and you think they're gonna change and you hope that they are gonna change um, but eventually I ended up leaving, you know, I had to go the, the measures that I had to do to leave. Right. Um, and when I came out of there, Oscar, I was, I was super tiny. I didn't even find, I didn't even know who I was anymore. Um, I, I, 
I didn't recognize myself. I was shattered to pieces, two pieces. Yeah. So now I am this 30-some-year-old woman, single mom of two kids, one who has a diagnosis, living with my parents again after okay. living independently for 11 years in Austin. Yeah. You know, so all these things just came back into my into my life. So I was just in depression for a long time, and I was in bed. I did not want what, to... What year was this? Because we're in 2018. What year is this? Um, this was probably when I was going through my depression, 2014. Wow. Well, okay. So it was about four years ago. So it's been a road. It's been a little journey. It has been a journey. Not a little journey. Let me take that back. It's been a journey. It's so. been, it's been, a, yeah. It's okay. been quite some some journey. Um, so one day um, I couldn't find a job. Well, of course, I just had my, my son, you know, and I, somehow it was kind of difficult to find a, a job here in Austin, especially with my kinesiology degree. Yeah. And really, I didn't know anybody here. Um, so finally, one day I just, I was in my PJs. It was probably three in the afternoon on a Tuesday, I believe it was. And I was in bed and my mom just comes and is like, Mijita, you have to get up. Like, you have to do something with your life. And that right there just I told myself like I don't want my kids to remember me yeah mommy was always tired mommy was always in bed mommy was always asleep I want my kids to remember me like mommy was happy mommy was healthy mommy andaba haciendo esto, que esto. Yeah, yeah. and I admired my mom so much I want to do all those things too right. I want them to, I wanted them to remember me as of a, a mother uh, that really lived a fulfilled life you know and that's when I decided, like, you know what, I need to do whatever I need to do. So I called all the resources that I needed to call in Laredo, like for for victims of sexual assault and victims of domestic violence. Yeah. I did all the counselings. I I did everything that I needed to do. So eventually, I started doing going to counselling. And of course, here in Laredo, there's that stigma, like counselling, like it's only for the locals, or yeah, you know, like course. there's just and that I, stigma. Well, I think it's Laredo, but just the Hispanic culture. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah that's especially true. for guys. Like if yeah. you're dealing with that, they'll look down on you and be like. Sí, like, um, but yeah. so I get it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. then you start uh, reaching out to the resources that yeah. Laredo has. Yeah. And I was just like, whatever, like I'm doing this for myself. That's when I started becoming selfish and people okay. wanted to call it selfish. Then yes, I'm being selfish, but I'm doing this for myself because I want to be able to give something good for my kids to look forward to right. or something good that my kids will come home to like mom is healthy. Mom is strong. Mom is happy. Um, so yes, I went through all my counseling and, and I mean, I was doubtful at, at times too, because it was my first time doing counseling, you know, but it was really good. Like they teach you techniques of how to get your negative thinking into positive thinking. Yeah, like cognitive, like therapy, behavior. Yeah, yeah like behavior reframing therapy. your thoughts. You yeah. know, when you're thinking something negative, like reframe it to a positive or it's, it's kind of like fake it till you make it. Yeah. Like pretend you're happy or put on a smile or as something as little Oscar as just putting brighter clothes on. Yeah. Because I didn't realize that I was always... <laughs> you're looking at yourself. He's wearing black. I'm always wearing black. <laughs> <laughs> but you're no, happy. You know? Of course. But I think somebody that's going through depression, like they even say like your colors also have a lot to say with that. So um, so yeah. I, I love it. I, I had to change. I, I was always in black leggings and just like in gray. I was wearing a lot of gray and dark. Yeah. So I threw a lot of stuff. I went and bought some like hot pink and yellows, you know. I was like, whatever. I need to find my happiness somewhere. I have to like... Um, like get it, get the vibe. You I'm know? gonna be at the mall tomorrow. I'm gonna go buy all these <laughs> all these all bright these, colors. Yeah, bright colors. <laughs> no wonder my friend Josh is super happy. He wears a tie dye shirt. Look and at him. Awesome. He is wearing a tie dye. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, that's awesome. I, I'm gonna dig into a lot of that, right? So um, as we got started, right, this podcast is about the journey. It's about um, the successes, right? We have because you're you're successful right now. Um, I know that you're impacting lives right especially yours which you say like being yeah. selfish is it is good and we'll get into that but more importantly the journey starts where you realize you want to 
change something and then there's obstacles so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that right and so um that's what this podcast is about i'm i'm excited that you're here right and thank you and um let's start digging into that so all right keep digging (laughs) obviously like um you grew up right so you reference your mom a lot right um Mm -hmm. was your family there like always uh supportive as you were growing up yeah oh yes tell me about that yes definitely my family is a very tight-knit family but also very judgmental family but i think most of our culture are moms because they want the best for us right so i i have grown to understand that my parents don't mean bad that's just the way they know how to love you know people love differently you know how there's like the five love love languages of course everybody loves differently so i just had to understand that that's the way my parents love and i have to accept it you know like the the way the way they are and i'm not going to change them but they have also have learned to accept the way i am too um, but yeah, but when I was going through my struggles, um, well, when I was going through the toxic relationship, I hid it from them. I hid it from them uh, okay. for we'll a long time. So they didn't know what was happening. Um, and But they knew something was happening because I wouldn't answer my phone or I wouldn't come around that often, you know. They kinda, right. Usually a lot of the times in those toxic or abusive relationships, they'll isolate you from the people that will support you, your empowerment. Right. Because, it, you know, dating violence is all about power and control. So they will isolate you from the people that are going to empower you. So, yeah, I just didn't talk to them that much, but it wasn't until I finally decided when I, I left and, and I told them the Shared truth. Shared it. Yeah, yeah, I told them the truth and they were hurt. They were upset, you yeah. know, um, because I was going through this and I, I was even putting my kids maybe through this, you know. So, of course, they started thinking the worst and I, I sat down with them and, and I answered all the questions they had, you know, That's everything awesome. that they had. Yeah, you were super clean. Yeah, I, I wanted to be transparent with them. I wanted to, for them to have peace of mind because, of course, when your child tells you, like, I've been going through all this what happened you know like yeah. i want to know all the details of what, see you know <laughs> I, and, and the I whole victimizing is like we told you not to date. you know like yeah. oh, I, I did not want to hear that but i i knew it was going to happen you know but that's, yeah they, yeah they're very very supportive to this day they're very supportive that's awesome what do you think um if i were to ask you right because you talked about like how you went through that right and how you you talk about self-care self-love but like what are those qualities that that define you like uh marilyn is it like you're driven what what would you say defines you oh man i am very um i'm very luchona i'm okay. very luchona yeah. i've heard that i'm very terca, very hard-headed i'm very <laughs> yeah very hard-headed that's the first thing that's like you're very hard-headed you know um but i think i'm hard-headed because i i know what i want and i'm passionate i'm yeah. very passionate and Sometimes that passion will like, you know, you'll jump, you go through a cliff, you know, or, you know, just hopefully that it, that passion lands on somebody that's going to take care of it. But I think I'm very terca. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think it's fair to say that probably like during that year where you were struggling with that, right? You probably weren't digging into those qualities, right? Because now you're, you're a fighter, right? Obviously yes. you're, you're an advocate, right? Yes. Uh, for yourself, but also just how how you're saying you're terca maybe you were terca and staying in the relationship and all that like not listening well yeah because in all my relationships like and 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 there was this one phrase that i had seems like everything that i have let go of has claw marks in it kind of saying like you and i was like man that hit me because i do i will hold on to things until like i cannot i'm i put my nails on it i'm like you know trying to hold on but i have to learn to be like okay to me, the way the reason I do that is because, okay, I left something that I really fought for, but it's not me. Right. It's not for me. You know, I believe in fighting. I believe in and working things out. But, you know, like, yeah, the terkanes kicked in maybe in the bad, yeah. <laughs> not the good situations. No, but that's good. Um, good in the way that, I mean, you've realized that now, right? But, like, I want to ask you, obviously, you had some influences or maybe you didn't. Tell me about that. Like, uh, once you said, hey, 
okay, your mom comes and tells you like you can't just be here and mm-hmm. and you're saying your kids drove you right like to yes. you don't you don't want them to remember you like that. Um, who else influenced you around that time? Like, was there maybe friends or did, tell me, um, did you have like a circle of friends that kind of were supportive about that? Well, see, a lot of people didn't know that I was going okay. through that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really talk about it with anybody. Like I said, I was isolated. I did not, I yeah. felt embarrassed about sharing what I had of gone course. through, you know? Um, so yeah. And then it wasn't until I came out and I, I, I kind of had to be by myself with my thoughts and my feelings and go through my feelings. And that is something that I have learned too, that in order for you to grow and, and when you go through your darkness, you kind of have to sit with your darkness. You have to sit there, you have to cry, sit there with your tears, with your sadness, you know, and take it in, take it, do it. Yeah. And I, I've always told like my friends when they go through breakups, like you have to cry it out. If you need to cry it out, cry it out. Like, but don't stay there. You know, like they yeah. say, like if you're gonna stay in the darkness, stay in the darkness, but don't, don't live there. So I, I did that and I had to understand where my feelings are going. Why is this happening? You know, I didn't want to dwell too much on the why, because then you start blaming yourself. Of course. You know, I just had to l- let it uh, like flow with the universe or how God intends it for yeah. it to be. Um, and, um, you know, uh, <laughs> no, it's a, I had to just stay with, with, with my thoughts. And what was the question? <laughs> Yeah, how, how did you have supportive friends? Like, where, oh, they, yes, where the, they got in you? The supportive friends, yes. Um, yes, they were once I came out. Once and, they found, once yes, they once found, they found out, out and they're doing. very supportive of my movement, you know, and they even wanted me. I had some friends that are in Austin, like, so bring it up to Austin. I'm like, Austin's way too big for me right now. And, you know, I have to focus on, on my community. I felt, and, you know, we're going through all the counseling and the resources. I fell in love with the community. I fell in love. Well, let's go back to the no more. When I started yeah. doing it, I started doing the counseling. And, the counseling was, uh, and, and I'm going to share this one moment that I shared with my counselor, which was to me was my awakening. Um, I remember she told me, and she's like, write three things down that you're going to be working on yourself. And it can be something super tiny, small, anything. And I was like, okay, well, I had stopped doing my makeup, which is something superficial, but yeah. for it's for me, yeah, right? Yeah, it's still part of it. So I was like, you know what? I've always liked wearing my red lipstick or my yeah. pink lipstick, and I always liked having my nails done. That's number one. Yeah. Like taking care of myself physically, right? right? Like uh, looking pretty, feeling like a girl yeah, again, feeling feeling like a girl, yep. you know? Um, and then number two was, um, uh, what was my number two? So it was, it was the nails, it was, a, it was a doing yoga. I wanted to reach a spirituality. I wanted to learn okay. more about spirituality world. Okay. And the other one was to do my fitness, right? Like right. I need to continue staying healthy for my kids because if I, I want to be active for my kids, because my kids are little. Right yeah. now they're seven and, and four, you know, at the time, my little one was only one, wow. not even one, you know, so, excuse me. So I had to really understand, like, I need to stay motivated. I need to have good energy and metabolism to stay active with my kids, which they are very active yeah. right now. And so after you list those, what, what does she tell you? So then I listed these things, right? And I was like, okay, I'm going to start doing this. So I thought it was kind of silly, you know, I was just like, I'll do my nails. Okay, I'll go and do my nails, you know, and, but those little things, they, they did wonders for me yeah. because... Now I'm like, oh, I'm wearing my my, lip, my lipstick and I have my my nails done. Oh, I feel good today. So today's gonna be a good day. Yeah. Now I'm gonna wear my you know my hot pink sweater and blah blah blah, and and I'm gonna go work out. You know I'm feeling really good. I bought my parents bought me this stro- like jogger like a strolling yeah. jogger at the pulga. My yeah. parents were very supportive, like I yeah. said. And so I would go drop off my son, my oldest son, at school, and then I would take my baby in the jogging stroller and I would go and run at the park. You know, so taking care of myself and. 
little bit sometimes it was a struggle oscar and yeah. i'm not gonna lie there were some times that i there were some bad days there were some really bad days but i had to just reframe my thoughts and be like you know what i need to get out of bed i need to right. get out of bed put on your red lipstick put on your nikes and go run with your son you know so and i did that and little by little it became easier i found myself being happier um and then people started like oh marilyn you're looking great oh marilyn you look really good like life's yeah, been like the, life's the been good treated. energy starts yeah exactly you. and that's when i started i'm like wow i'm really liking this this is really good for me but i'm being a better friend i'm being a better mother i'm being a better daughter because i'm right. feeling better about myself and with that that organization was it no more or was the organization that was helping you it was no more it was well uh, there was different resources around okay. Laredo so uh, it was different resources like Asamisil Cordia or Scan yeah. you know they, they all offer these services and, and, and other agencies in Laredo but then uh, my counselor when I because I still kept going to the counseling I had decided to do something that was going to make me feel empowered I wanted to gain my power back because okay. usually with these kind of relationships the dating violence relationships they take away your power and your control, because it's all about that, right? So I needed to find something that empowered my um, me again. So I was going through the website one day, you know, okay. trying to find, because I was trying to find more information on domestic violence, and I right. told myself, I want to learn about domestic violence, because now I want to teach my community, who has been so good and supportive to me, about domestic violence, because I wish somebody had told me that when I was going through that. I wish I would have been at a restaurant and seen a poster like these are the characteristics yeah. of dating violence or or at the movies or in the bathroom stall. You know, you're there in the bathroom stall. You see a flyer. It says, oh, I didn't know that was. I'm yeah, and that's kind of that. like, the, and it's actually an intimate moment for for a female, like using uh, the restroom, right? Yes. Where you might you're not with your your significant other, right? Which and other? you could actually read it. Yes. Okay, I get yes. it. Yes. Yes. So. I was like, that's what I want to do. That's right. what I want to do for my community. So then I found the No More campaign, which is the No More campaign is a national campaign. And it's a lot It's a lot of movement from the celebrities. So you'll see a lot of celebrities with their black and white, who's white the, headshots. Who's the biggest like, advocate? Like, In the celebrity world? Oh, he, Nick Lachey, I know, was one of them. Oh, nice. Nick Lachey. There's a lot of celebrities. A lady from uh, Grace, Will and Grace. Okay. Sorry, I'm I, not, I, I don't name. know her, her name, but yeah, Will and Grace have heard Yeah, of. but there's a lot of celebrities. Uh, and if you go to our Normore Laredo page, you'll see, I always share their, their videos and they're always promoting. Uh, and usually we celebrate it around March. Yeah, so you start seeing this and you're doing research so, right, yeah, at so, this point. So then I was just like, I want to bring the headshots to Laredo. You know, I was just like, and I kind of have connections because I model too. So yeah. I have a lot of friends who are photographers, you know, and I have the connections. And I was just like, I'm going to start using my network abilities to create something for the community. I was like, I'm going to do that. And yeah. I, I really, Oscar, I thought nobody was going to show up. <laughs> I The idea was conceived two days before the main event. I saw, it was this when you had it at Gallery 2. Yes, yes. At I remember seeing it on social media. Yeah, so yeah. So it, it created some noise because uh, I saw it on Instagram, I think. Yes, I, yes. So That's awesome. But the idea was conceived like two days before the big event. I just got myself like... And I did a flyer. I did the myself. I did the flyer, and I, I asked permission for the picture that I used from the photographer. And I did my own thing, and I put it out. And then I asked my friend Ralph, Ralph Garcia, he's a photographer. Hey, Ralph, would you like sponsor or donate your time and your talent to do the the headshots free for the community, yeah. just black and white? We're gonna add no more. And he's like, Yeah, sure, anything like to help out. As Gail from Gallery Two One, will you sponsor your location? She says, Yeah, of course, anything for that cost too. That's awesome. So it's like the community just, you know, like. 
that's why I love Laredo. I love, you know, people will talk bad about Laredo, but there's really a lot of good support here. The people that support each other. Um, so yeah, I did the event and it was a success. I was just like, I really was expecting like 10 people, but I think we had like 40 to 50 people, which is still not a lot, but it was the first year. And then people were still asking, are you going to do the headshots again? I'm like, nope, we're going to do it to next year because it's only done in the kickoff party, which is when it's going to be in, it's every second week of March. Okay. So awesome. we'll do the kickoff party, which is the headshots. Uh, we call it the um, the public photo shoot. Okay. And we do it on Friday, and then we usually have events of uh, like self defense or paint parties because paint is like therapeutical for a lot of survivors. Yeah. Um, so we'll do different events during the week. And now we're involving more men. This That's past awesome. year, now we're doing a men's rally. So we're now we want to give a voice to the men too. You know, not only because they they can be victims, but also, like, the, the men's voice, they seem to be more, like, leader-ish, you yeah. know? Like, people will listen to a, a man's voice. That's so right. we're getting a lot more advocates now. That so that, that no more campaign, right? So you reach out to them and you're like, I want to open up in Laredo. How does someone do that? Well, they actually put it out on their website. Like, whoever wants to start it, here. Like, here's all here's all our templates. This is the rules. These are the fonts. Oh, everything. Awesome. So they kind of gave everything to us. And after I did the first one here, at actually the national campaign, I, I had interviews with uh, some very big people. Like, yeah. I was, like, in the double screen with California people. Like, oh, they were interviewing shoot, me. Okay. Yes. I was just like, oh, my God, this is very nerve-wracking. <laughs> I wasn't expecting. It was so fast, Oscar. It was so fast. But that's why I told you, like, it just fell in my lap. Like, and that's when I really realized, like, this is what God wants me to do. There, I have to be doing something with the community because I ain't never even thought myself as a, as a person in the public like or in the community. It, yeah. Yes, I, I never even thought I had, like, speaking qualities. Like, I, yeah. I failed my speech class in yeah. high school, you know, because I sucked at it. <laughs> but I just hated speaking in front of people. I would get to, but that's now, surprising, though. Like, to me, like, I can't, like, I, I can't picture you as being shy. I know it's crazy. Okay. Yeah, because now no, ya no me callan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now I just it just it was this beautiful thing that I felt alive again, like a different person, you know. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so the no more campaign, right? Mm-hmm. I want to get into practicality, right? Because I know there's always someone listening, right? And I say if this episode, right, or this interview touches one person, like I mean it, that's awesome, right? And yeah. sometimes I don't find out. I don't even know who's listening to it. The numbers are there, right? And people yeah. are listening. So they're going to get something out of this. So I like go- I like getting practical. Okay. Like what's the first thing, right, that um, you did, right, for self-care? I understand, like you, you said, you started taking care of yourself. Um, but what's another practical point that you did? Was it surrounding yourself with someone? Like, how do you start building that confidence? Say someone's listening right now Mm -hmm. and is going through something, right? Okay. Like, what's the first thing? Um, how do they get to the resources? Like, what would you say? Well, see, uh, the first thing that I had to do too was write down what, and I know it sounds really silly because a lot of people it works it sounds silly but it works it does and people dismiss it yes the common public or dismiss the silliness but it works yes go ahead like sure write it down really write down what is it that i want out of my life who am i you know and that is a question that i ask myself who am i so if you're going through something what do you answer what do you answer before you can well well before i items like i don't know who i am so then when you when you go from the oh i don't know who i am well then who do you want to be Right. That's the next question. 
well, I want to be this woman that people look up to. You know, I want to be strong. I want to be brave. I want to be known as being courageous. I want to be a good mom. I want to be a good daughter. You know, I want to be, have, have more education, you know, or I want to do this. I want to excel in my career. So you write all those things that you want to be, right? Yeah. Because once you write them down, it's like, okay, now I have goals, right? right? So that's how I started. It's like, but my first thing was like, I want to be happy. That right. was the first thing is like, that is my aspiration right now is to find my happiness. And that is not attached to anybody. That is not going to be attached to a, a something, you know, my, I, I need to find that. So that was my, my thing and, and trying to figure out. And what I really found was that my happiness could be really me just being here with you right now. Yeah, talking, talking to the listeners, you know, this could be my happiness. My happiness could be traveling to Thailand, which I am, by the way. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. <laughs> you know, like there's, your happiness is really all around you. You just have to, it's a matter, matter of perspective. Right. You know, it really is. And then you, people hear it, it's like, it's a matter of perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it really is, you know, and it could be just me sitting on the couch watching Netflix with my kids. That's my happiness. Hearing them laugh, hearing them fight, you know. That is my happiness. It's the stories we tell ourselves that. that yes. Like yes, even it, even waiting in traffic, since it, it's all over like uh, movies, uh, TV shows. When someone's waiting in traffic, they're like banging the wheel. And, yes. And so it's supposed to be a bad thing. But to, I actually like waiting in traffic like because oh, I'm listening to podcasts or whatever I'm yes. doing. It, it buys me time if I have to wait. But I love that it is perspective. That's very practical, right? Like switching it. So um you're talking about writing it down yes right? you gotta write it down so from this writing so i ended up writing the things that of who i wanted to be right um and from there i started working on the world in order to be this person i have to do this so in order to be this i have to do this right so then i started doing yoga you know and a lot of people also say like yoga doesn't do anything but it really did to me it did yeah. and i'm self-taught because i didn't have money to be going to you know some yoga sessions yeah. I, I had to i self-taught myself so I started doing that, putting up my videos. People were like, oh, Marilyn, that is so awesome. You know, so even getting that feedback from people is like, okay, I'm doing something for somebody. Somebody's yeah. getting inspired. Um, so I started doing that, started working out, eating healthier, um, being more with my kids, like making sure I spend time with them, being present with them, being yeah. mindful. A lot of people don't understand. It's like, oh, they're all hearing it, pero están todos en el teléfono. You know, like, yeah. no, be present. Put the phone away. Turn off the TV play with them at least five to ten minutes and then increase it as you go you know just because i love that yeah like you have to really spend time with the people that you really love have you have you experienced this like um because this obviously you you were getting out of your struggles right um whether it was a relationship right or mentally you know you, you're trying to build that confidence and you finally get out and you say i find happiness and with my kids and you know i spend time with my family and then boom monday comes around or tuesday and you fall yes, right yes it happens right oh yeah so i want you to talk about it how do you bounce back from when yeah you think you find it because that happens a lot yeah boom yeah, you fall you yeah. fall harder every time yes, how, yes. How, what's your bounce back and strategy it's right now I think I went through that again, like this past month, you know, yeah. it was just like, like I was fine, fine, fine. Everything's going great. Like life is just treating me yeah. awesome. Like giving me all these great things, you know, and all of a sudden it just kind of like, just, yeah, like, it's, like it's, steep, just like playing, like from one day to the other gone. Like, and you just wake up and you're like, where am I? Why am I in this hole again? You know, and yeah. you kind of get upset, like, oh my God, I'm in this hole again. But like I said, I stepped to the pain that you're going through. I would cry it out. You know, yeah. put the music loud that makes you just cry, you know, and just cry it out. And then for the next day or a couple of days later, you're like, you know, like I really do have a lot of other things to look forward to. I have, you know, I still have. OK, going back to my list, I, I did a bucket list. 
So I was like, I still have all this life that I have to live. Why am I in, in this thought of this past, what just happened, you know, yeah. or this whole, like when I really have all this beautiful life to look forward to, you know? And so that's, that's really, it's just really reframing your thoughts, you know? Yeah, and it. and it's, it's funny because you go through it and you know you have to change the thoughts. So uh, there's times when I know I have to change my thoughts, but they still stay there and it's heavy and it's on your chest and it's on your mind. So usually I do call a friend. Okay. I do call a friend, you know, and I'm very, I'm very transparent and honest. I'm like, listen, I'm going through this. I'm going, I feel like I'm going in, in, into my hole again. Yeah. Please help me out, you know, or I'm getting an anxiety. Please help me out. And my friends have been really good about, you know, being there for me, even though they're far away. Like my friend, he'll, he'll FaceTime. He's like, okay, make sure you do this and understand that it's just a temporary feeling, you know? So they already know like how to help. We know how to help yeah, each other no, already. Knowing, knowing that you got out of it last time, it should help, right? Like, you're yes. like oh shoot, I got out of this yes, already. Exactly. I love, uh, um, and I'm going to try and paraphrase it and like kind of tell it, but Wayne Dyer, he is, um, he's a philosopher, right? Or was a philosopher, author, would do presentations he actually passed right and i found him after right mm -hmm. he had passed but he talks about um i think one of his friends um describes like this hole we fall into like they're walking along the the path right mm -hmm. and they see where they want to go and they fall yes because they didn't see the hole yes so yes. that might be like oh shoot like i don't know you it makes you fall you get back up yeah right? yeah this time you see the hole and you walk again and it kind of drags you in and you shoot you slip in there in yes the, mm -hmm. the third time right is and this might be like 15 20 times down the road right but like uh they say you finally see the hole and walk around it yeah you know and yeah. um it's hard to walk around it it is it because, is <laughs> because there are people dragging you down yes. dragging you in there yes so i want to segue into that like how important do you think you said you had friends right like that help you through it how important do you think that is to have a, a group of friends that help you pass this right and then how do you choose those friends? You know, it's it's very hard to, it's well, I mean, it, it's hard to, it's already hard enough to say when you're going through something, right? Because right. nobody likes to, everybody wears a mask and they're all happy, right? But I do have my, my, my siblings for sure. My brothers and my, my sister and my sister, they're really there for me. I have a very close friends, very close friends. And I have one that's in Houston, two that are in Austin, one here and uh, one in San Antonio. Wow. Those are my friends. Those I can honestly say, I can call them like, hey, this is what's going on or anything. So it's not the 700 on Facebook. No, oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, it's, it's, I have my very five close friends, you know, and my family. And for example, like if I'm, I call my brother and like, hey, I, I need some company tonight. Like, I just don't want to be alone tonight. You want to come over and watch TV or watch a movie? Sure. What's next you want me to get? Like, he, yeah, they already know. Good. They already know like, okay, this is what she wants. This is, she already wants snacks or, or, or I call my friends and they're like, let's FaceTime and let's work through this together, you know, or let's talk about something or what's really happening so we can maybe work it out together. So talking about it helps a lot. That's awesome. But we live in this country where nobody likes to talk about their weaknesses, you know, and I have my weaknesses, you know, so it, it and my close ones know how to work with me. And just like I know how to work with them when they're going through their weakness. Yeah. Know? So I guess this is the key. Like, there's a question. Like, so would you be friends with someone that's not transparent? Oh, it's very hard. It's very yeah. hard to be hard with it's friends with somebody that's not that's not transparent. And I've had friends, and I've and there's been times when like maybe uh, dating somebody, yeah. and you think they're transparent, and then you start seeing like, okay, that's a little. So you're not being honest. You're not telling me everything. Okay, well, this yeah. is not gonna work then. You know, like 
I need transparency because I'm very transparent. Yeah. I am very, very transparent. I start dating somebody's like, this is what you're going to get. Yeah. You know, like the, what you see is what you get. And I, I read that in, in the, the article. Yes. Right? Yes. It's uh, <laughs> which was an awesome write up and I shared it and I'll share the link on the, on the uh, show notes. Right. Yes. But, yes, thank um, you. yeah, you were, you were talking about like how you have to find someone that's accepting of, of, of our past our life everything yes. that's going on yeah and, it, I, and it's been pretty it's been pretty hard to find somebody that um and i've never understood that because i mean i i just don't understand why some people would want to put you down from your past because i've had those relationships where yeah. they'll they'll blame you for like well it's your fault that you went through that and i'm just like really like, yeah. <laughs> because i really wanted to have that type of life you know but um, yeah, like I, I definitely try and cut those people off real quickly. <laughs> nice. That's good. Hey everyone. So we'll get back to the interview in a bit. We're going to get into this segment, which is the question of the show segment, where I ask you, the listener, a question that, you know, you're able to ask yourself and that hopefully leads into some self-reflection and some empowering thoughts attitudes behind it to get you moving on this journey of life so the question of the show is have you made time to do the things you enjoy doing and as you self-reflect let's just think that very often we get so busy with life right that we forget to actually take care of ourselves and as Marilyn states during this interview is that you can't give what you don't have so if you don't have peace and you don't have joy, you can't give that to anyone else. So think of how you will start taking care of yourselves or continue taking care of yourselves, making yourself a priority so that in turn you can give your best to everyone around you. So once again, have you made time to do the things you enjoy doing? Now we're back to the show. I want to ask you about social media, right? Mm -hmm. So I see like you're very active. We haven't gotten into the modeling, right? But you do you do the whole modeling, right? And you actually share on Instagram, right? A lot of a lot of inspiration or like like whether it's you're writing something or a photo, right? And it's it I, I guess um it radiates like like joy and all that. So how has social media helped you like like really like inspire you or get you going has it been done that for you yes well i mean there was a time and and i do a lot of presentations to high school kids about society and and societal like gender stereotypes you know which right. lead to a lot of violence and and dating violence and, and and relationships um but something that i learned during those presentations is that social media is very important yes and your vibe and your energy because what's the first thing you do in the morning? You get your phone like it's the damn newspaper. You're reading. And what are you looking through Instagram? You're looking at all these fitness models. You're looking at all these beautiful people and, yeah. and just negative things, you know? So I always tell people, like, remove those people. If you're, if you're already starting to feel like, oh, that, that girl, she's got a big butt. You know, yeah. I wish I had that big butt. Oh, I wish I had her body. Or yeah. I wish I had her clothing. I wish I had her life that she's right. always traveling. Remove those people. Find people that are like you and that are going to, or if those people are going to inspire you and you're doing something about it, then go ahead and do it, you know? But if it's negative things, then remove them. 
So I made it a point to where I follow a lot of people that are just positive and always posting positive things or, or beautiful pictures. I, I love art. I love photography. You yeah. know, I love people that I go travel because I want to see like, oh, that's a cool place because I'm going to add that to my bucket list. You know, like yeah. I'm not going to stay behind. I'm going to be telling that story, too, right. um, or posting that picture, too, soon, yeah. you know. So, uh, so um, yeah, I, I use it as as a way to also motivate me, you know. Um, but also I try my heart, not my best, not to post anything negative. Cause I do not want to be those people that yeah. I would see and I would have to delete, you know, like, I don't want to be hearing about your drama. I don't want to be hearing about negativity. Share with me jokes and share with me positivity. I want to be happy and I want to be positive, you know? So yeah, social media has helped me a lot. No. Yeah. And I think that's very practical because, uh, I, I don't understand One, people that are negative on a screen because it's like uh, it's your phone. Who cares, right? Mm -hmm. But most importantly, um, I don't understand the people that comment on the neg negative, right? Like yeah. news. Or they're, they're like just, they feed into it. Yeah, like. they feed into it. So that's very practical. So if, uh, obviously anyone listening, uh, they should know by now if they've made it this far in, right? Like um, <laughs> usually you don't have negative people hanging out. But I think it's very important for people that have a platform like yourself to like use it for positivity and and actually like uh, use it like as as like a i guess to hold the whole um i guess society and really take yeah ownership i really yeah. like that. you really do have control yeah. of it yeah i want to ask you some uh development right do you read books do you like what do you I do. I well, I don't read the books. I listen to audible audibles. Um, yeah. But right now, recently, I was reading about healing, healing broken hearts. You okay. know, and how, because I think that has been most of my life is because I wear my heart on my sleeve. You know, yeah. and I and I think because I'm very passionate. You know, and I'm very transparent. I have I'm very vulnerable to getting hurt a lot. And um, so I, I just, and not only with relationships, but maybe friendships or family, you know, when uh, there's always somebody that's going to, you're going to piss off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and those things hurt. So it's just working through the healing process. Is know? there, is there a book that, that has helped you um, through all this, like that you recall? I don't, re I don't recall a one book. Uh, there's even, <laughs> I am, I was about to start reading and one of my friends told me about it. It's called how to unfuck yourself. Oh yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen you've the title. It, you've read I, that I, one, yeah. I haven't read it, but I, I saw well, the title. Well, that's the next book I'm about to hear. Yeah. I'm actually going to do that tonight. <laughs> yeah, because I think we all end up doing that to ourselves. Yes. Like we put ourselves in a hole and we make the wrong decisions and all that. How do you, um, is there any YouTube video, like how do you keep yourself like, like developed with this? Because obviously you talked about practices that they were using here right at yes. the organizations and you're like they teach you about yes okay like how do you continue like feeding that for someone that doesn't have the the strength to go and get help mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. how do you think like how do you do it do you do youtube do you watch any netflix like documentaries like how do anything? i get myself to yeah like mo motivated to get past things like this yeah i mean i think that's a the, social media is can be good and bad it just depends on how you use it so the good thing is that there's other people that are posting positive things i listen to jay shetty a lot i love jay shetty yeah that's awesome um, did you see yes jeffrey i think yeah he, 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 he dropped some him. yeah no he dropped some knowledge like there's a if y'all want to check it out there's a good plug for jeffrey <laughs> it's uh the leaders create leaders right um yes. series that yes. he's working on and jay shetty he's a thought leader right But he shared, I think it was like, I even know the minute because it was so impactful, but it was like minute 42 of that, that show where he talks about the story of two wolves inside us yes. and the weaker one 
always gets taken by the by the, the by the by the strong one and the strong one is the yes. negative emotions in yes. us yes so i love that so you watch a lot of you, yes. you consume a lot of jay shetty right? I, i consume a lot of jay shetty and i once i listen to it i i take it with me and i ponder upon it and reflect and meditate on the message and how that works for me you know right. so so that not only am i listening to somebody but now i have to put it and exercise it and practice it within my life yeah so that that helps me a lot too yeah yeah and as we get through this right obviously Like um, you're doing something really positive, even though we all have our, our down slopes. And, yes. and I myself, like there's a time where I'm like, why am I? I was telling Josh, like, why am I doing the show? I have to ask myself that question all the time. And then I, I figure it out. I'm like, oh, because this is my role right now yeah. to share this yes. to, to this little platform. Right. Yes. And so um, I, I think uh, you've done that for yourself, right? You're doing something positive now. So I want to get into the whole positive stuff, right? Okay, let's um, do that. So the modeling thing, is that something you you do like uh, um, every now and then? Or how, how do you get all that? Well, now that I'm 34, yeah, yeah, no, yeah I, I just do it now for fun. Okay, um, that's I cool. started doing it back in Austin when I was younger, you know, and had less, less uh, responsibilities. But now coming to Laredo, Laredo, I guess, is not still so used. It's it's picking up with the yeah, whole photography little, and the yeah, model. It yeah, is. it's starting to pick up in the, the art industry itself. is starting yeah. to pick up here. But over there in Austin, it's really big. It's already really developed. So it was easier to get gigs over there. And over here, well, then I went through my my yeah, the, my darkness stuff. So I stopped doing all that, you know. But now, I, yeah, I, I still do it. I still I do it for fun to help out, you know, local boutiques to help out local photographers. My thing is like, if I have a talent and I can help you with that, then hey, let me go ahead and help with that. I love that. And then you're also doing hosting, right? Like like when does when does how the, did how how do you how did you land that the mi cultura? Yeah, mi cultura. <laughs> like how. Because you're interviewing people as well, right? Yeah, yeah. But I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess I just have like, I like to talk to people and I, it, how did that even come about? Oh, because Luis, the director of the Mi Cultura, did uh, like a little documentary on me when I was modeling. Okay. And then I guess behind the scenes, he liked the way that I was like, I guess he liked my, you know, yeah. my vibe or yeah. something. And uh, he asked Sammy and then Sammy, the house was just like, hey, yeah, like there's this gig going on. I'm like, sure, I'll do it. And meeting more people i love meeting people That's i awesome. absolutely love talking to people i love to talk about you know and i'm not a judgy person i'm not going to be a judge i've never been a judgy person if you tell me something and you have a different belief i'm just like i just want to understand it but i don't have to believe it i'm not going to diss you for it you know so i love learning i love learning about different people different cultures what they do what their job is what are you doing here in laredo why are you not over there and But I, I just, I just yeah, love. Yeah, so it fit right in. Yes, yes, yes. And, and it's funny because sometimes people are like, oh, so you need to be surrounded by people all the time. You know, I had some exes be like, why do you always have to be? It's not even that. It's just that it feeds me. Like I'm, I'm being fed by other people's opinions and their life. You know, yeah. I'm learning. I'm being inspired by somebody else. What's wrong with Someone that? Someone different. Yeah. So I just, I just love talking. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, I was going to ask you, so like what's, What's the big vision, right? Like, I know you're doing the No More, right, uh, campaign, but, like, what's your big, like, what Marilyn's going to be known for? Oh, my goodness. I have a lot of uh, stuff in my plate. Yeah, but tell me, because someone's, someone's hearing, and they're going to be like, oh, shoot, I want to partner up on that. Let's let's make this happen. So what's your what's uh, the, the dream that, that you see yourself you doing? You know, I really don't have a set dream okay. yet, Oscar. Um, I'm still working through all that. Like I said, I have my bucket list. I'm working on my bucket list. You know, um, What's my, the craziest thing on your bucket list? My, <laughs> to pet a lion in Africa. Really? <laughs> yes. like, a, like out in the open? Well, 
know, not or in the, the open. Like, you well, know, yeah, but, but like, it has to be in Africa. I don't want to pet a lion from a circus or be, that's not a story to tell. You know, <laughs> I want to have the experience. So, yeah. And I like I have even I want to see the cherry blossoms in Japan. Okay. I think it yeah, I, I, I saw you shared that. Yeah, the northern glaciers. You know, like I, I went. Uh, there's an uh, um, ice hotel. It's a hotel made of ice. I want to stay there for one night. I know I probably won't Where sleep. Where is that? I think there was one in Canada or Greenland. In Greenland. So yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I have all these things, but I have little things too, like learning how to skip pebbles. Like I don't know how to skip a pebble. Yeah. So that's that's in my bucket list. I saw that. That's part of the article you were writing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I shared right. some of my I'm little. Like, I've, I've seen that. Where <laughs> did I see that? And I know one of the one of the bucket list things was to participate in a pageant because, if you know me, I'm very I, I'm more athletic. I guess you know yeah. I'm not really feminist. Okay. You know I'm not too girly girly glamour. Um, so I was like I'm gonna do a pageant. I'm gonna see what this takes me. I want to know how what that sisterhood feels like being a yeah. queen. You know. Because everybody like kind of like disses them too. It's like, oh, they're just there it is, or they're just pretty. But no, these girls are like, well, I register. I'm like, I'll see what happens, you know. <laughs> so I went, and it's called the United America, and I got the Texas title. Yeah, I, know, I, it was I, just like, oh my god, now I'm Texas, you know. So it was, but it, it was the experience that I really was going where was for. This? this was in San Antonio. Okay. It was in San Antonio. It was about two years ago. Nice. I think it was two years ago or three years ago. It was in 2005, 2015 when I got the Texas. And then 2016, I got the national, the United America one too. Yeah. So it was, it was quite an experience. I was really just doing it for the experience of like being dressed in a, you know, a beautiful dress and the makeup and the hair and getting to meet these girls. And there were these girls that were super smart, yeah. you know, like I was like, oh my God, there's no way. <laughs> I hope I don't get that question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Answer. yeah. I was like, I just, I don't know. I'm little, little old me from Laredo, you yeah. know, like, I'm not, but yeah, it was very like, wow. Like, and there's those moments that, that you complete and you start taking off your bucket list that you start really finding yeah. yourself like wow i didn't know i had the ability to do that or wow i didn't know i could do that you know so yeah like working through your bucket list don't just write it do it and do the yeah. littlest things or start planning for that trip that you've been wanting to do do it you know I, their life is too short yeah you know like, i love that i actually love that i said what's the dream and usually people have it in their you know they i guess in the future right life of what what they're gonna do but i the, i love that you were like you know what I, i'm still going through that and formulating that because it's awesome it's so real yeah and i <laughs> yeah i could tell you hey my dream is to make the next big as that but that's not gonna happen right but um i know. love that i love that <laughs> no i don't think it'll happen for me, but, uh, so um with that that's awesome i i i love that and i think uh you've shared a lot of of info and insight and to just uh, what I see is that you live in the moment because you've done all these things and you've explored different things like, oh, this landed in my lap um, yes. with the with the mi cultura. You're like, I don't know what they saw, but I'm doing it. Right. Yes. yes. And so I, I love that. I think that's something that that tells me like like, you know who you are, what you want to do. You're very open. You're very transparent. I want to ask you, like through all this. Right. Obviously, like now you're in a way better place, like even even mentally like you're super strong like i could tell right oh, even thanks. reading your article <laughs> right and then it's not easy to be a single mom oh, and like i right. i know that um and i say i know that because my mom for a while was a single mom right and then met my stepdad but mm -hmm. like uh yeah my brother and i were we must have been five and four when that happened right and mm -hmm. god bless my stepdad because he's awesome right but it's not easy right and so i can say i know that because i've been on the being the kid side right yeah yeah um but what are the things, if you have to say, like, what's, a, what's the biggest lesson that life has taught you so far right now? So far, it's like, the biggest lesson life has taught me is you cannot really plan life. Life, okay. 
you just got to flow with it. And as sucky as that might sound to somebody like, well, no, I need to write my schedule and I need to have all this, but you just never know what you're, it's going to fall in your lap. You know, something's beautiful is going to fall in your lap that's going to just help you grow. And I think that's what life has taught me is like how to grow, you know, because yeah. we're all always stuck. Sometimes people, you ask people like, I like asking people like, what do you do for growth? You know, and a lot of people's like, oh, I don't know. Like, what is that? Yeah. Like, what do you do for, for your growth? You know, I don't want to know what do you do for money. I don't want to know what you do for your hobbies. Like, yeah, we'll get into those conversations, but I want to know what you do for growth. What really, what's really deep inside Oscar? What's really deep yeah. in, inside of you? What's really, get them mueve. You yeah. know, what, motiv- what motivates you? What inspires you? I want to know about those kind of things. Um, and I think that's what life has really taught me is just, you know, like. You can't plan it. You can't plan it. Really, you can't. You, I mean, I I think for me, if, if I would have wanted life the way it was, I would have been married with a super handsome, super supportive, you know, husband with, yeah. you know, I wanted six kids, yeah. little house with a white picket fence. Yeah. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been me right now. You know, nobody would have known of me. Probably I would have yeah. just been happy in my little house having babies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but that's but not the case. That's not the case. You know, that's not, again, I'm 34 year old, single woman, you know, two kids and still trying to find exactly what my life purpose is. You know, that's I awesome. still haven't found my life purpose, but I'm really enjoying my journey. I'm going to make the best of it. And that I can promise you. That's probably the only promise I'm going to make you. Anybody listening, my kids is that I'm going to, you know, going to yeah. And, and, and they'll listen to this. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to ask you, so um, if they want to find any more info, right? Anyone listening on the No More campaign or any of the resources here, right in Laredo, like where would you send them? Is there a website or where can they Well, can for they the No More, info? for domestic violence or, or sexual assault, they can always message. And we've had victims or, or any just friends message us like, where can we get resources for this? It's through the No More Laredo, Texas on Facebook okay. or the nomore.org website like no more.org that's that's the website for the national one where it'll list numbers and everything locally as well nice yeah. i like that and how about you to get in contact with you to get in contact with me well do i say all my well you could say your instagram oh, anything well, like that my instagram and it's the same everywhere it's maryland 16 b 16 because it's october 16 is my birthday i'm a libra yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes balance things so your birthday's coming up yeah it is coming up so i'm already planning something for my birthday nice. I, I have i have my whole and i know i say i shouldn't plan but next month i'm gonna go see mexico play the soccer, the yeah, soccer where are they playing? in houston so okay. that's also been one of the things like I want to do that. So I'm doing that with my family. Um, October, I'm planning like a little because I'm going to be 35 last year. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a big milestone, I think. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so you're going to do just like a, a friend, like just my close friends, my five close friends doing something like spiritual kind of retreat or just like a little cabin or something just with the girls. Um, I love that. Yeah. So just, just. So Marilyn B. 16. So Marilyn 16. Yes. Yeah, Marilyn, yeah, no, hold on. What is it? Marilyn 16. Marilyn 16 B. Marilyn okay, 16 Facebook, B. everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Nice. Yes. Cause uh, trust me though. I think someone will reach out. Okay. Um, and, I, and I know that. And that's how usually the things work here. Um, all right. So in wrapping it up, right. I usually recap like what we talked about. Right. And, and then I give you the mic and you share with people like what it is you're, you're you're gonna like inspire them with right and i always say uh to give advice that you know someone 30 years from now can can listen to right because i think life is so it's the same it just replays itself right most people like we're dealing with mental issues that they've dealt with in the past right and so um yeah but uh thank you right i'm I'm glad that that this happened right because we had been setting it up and 
you know what i i i didn't know what to expect right um uh and i had seen you on on instagram right and and you could tell there's energy there right and i said you know what it's gonna be awesome to meet meet you right and it is because um you have this light this energy right and this story like to me the story is like like what you went through and how easy you talk about it now right because i know it wasn't oh it was yeah probably wasn't yeah. easy right and so just thank you for being uh just open heart open book i always say thank right? you and uh yeah i think um with the no more campaign i would love to be like a part of that right yes, this definitely coming march and in any way that i can help right but also the listeners that they can help i know i'll be sharing that if they continue following the show they'll see that right when that comes around but yeah i think um your last words like what do you think um how do you think people can find what makes them passionate, right? Or, you know, that happy life everyone's looking for? Well, I mean, to find their passion, I think you don't have to really find your passion. Passion's already inside your heart, you know? And and I always say, follow your heart, you know? And there's people that, well, no, because you, your heart can be stupid sometimes. You got to use your head. But in reality, your heart is going to lead you where you need to go to find your happiness. And yes, pain is going to happen. Pain is guaranteed to happen because that's just who we are. But you cannot let those bad things jade you you know or jade your heart you have to continue being yourself because then you become bitter so i would say follow your heart listen to your heart if you have to make a choice choose whatever makes you happiest makes you happiest not whatever makes your friends happier or your partner happier or your or anybody else really think about it and sit with those thoughts and what is what really what am i missing what it what is it that what is it that i want what is making me happy? So I would say, you know, listen to your heart, really what it's saying, what your happiness is. Nice. Thank you. And with <laughs> that, we're going to wrap it up. How do you think you did? I don't know. <laughs> um.